Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. Welcome, everybody, to another Career Crossroads podcast. Uh, This segment or this session or this special edition uh, is called a Have You Met? And I'm pretty excited today. Uh, We have uh, industry, uh, individual personality who's been around quite a while in the space. Uh, She's got some pretty impressive history. I mean, she comes out of uh, Edward Jones. I think you were there for nearly a decade. Mm -hmm. Uh, BJC Healthcare, all this in talent acquisition. And now you're at Centene Corporation, right? So Miranda Thomas, you are the leader of talent intelligence at Centene. Yep. Yep. I got to ask you, what does that even mean? Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, is that uh, we've had to kind of figure it out along the way, (laughs) believe it or not, believe it or not. Um, But where we are today and and what we are is, um, so we are focused on providing external market talent, uh, market intelligence to our stakeholders, which uh, would include both our TA uh, full cycle recruiting partners um, and, and leaders. Um, And then we also are focused on sourcing, strategic sourcing uh, for difficult to fill or challenging uh, roles across our organization. So we've been kind of, we've been experiencing a little bit of an evolution um, in our focus. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, is is the term talent intelligence, at least in your world, is that being used external talent intelligence, like a research uh, intel, or is it also internally, like from a a mobility and maybe internal search standpoint? So, so far it has really been focused more externally uh, than internally, but as the world changes, uh, we we so too evolve and change with it. Uh, But yes, right now the focus has really been external. So we're kind of helping um, our leaders and our stakeholders to connect the dots and really understand what the um, talent market and landscape looks like, uh, particularly for some of these critical skill sets and roles where we're having to go external because we don't already have an internal um, pipeline. So our team is there to kind of help connect those dots and build a strategy, help build an external marketing strategy. But we do that with other partners as well. We have a brand team uh, that we partner with um, when it comes to, to branding um, and also our delivery team or our full cycle talent attraction team. We do it all in partnership. It takes a village really. So, <laughs> so if you've got a village, it says, uh, it says, it says a lot about your organization. Can you just, for those who may not have heard of Centene, can you, can you give us sort of the escalator pitch of, of what Centene is and what you guys do? Yes. We're a, a managed care um, health organization, and really, uh, we primarily focus on uh, bringing healthcare to some of um, the country's most underserved communities, primarily focused in the Medicare and Medicaid space. Um, and so, you know, you can imagine that with, you know, what's been going on with the economy, the country, COVID, the demand for um, Medicaid, Medicare services has, has just continued to, to increase. <laughs> um, and so with that, we've seen some, some definite organic growth and then also um, 
we've acquired companies. Um, you know, last year, um, about a year ago, we completed, um, you know, the acquisition of, of WellCare, um, which is a, also a very large managed oh, care yeah. company. Yeah. Um, so within the span of three years, we've almost uh, doubled in size. So, you know, and kind of that's catapulted us to, you know, essentially a Fortune 50 company in a very short amount of time. So you can imagine how TA has been at the forefront of that growth and trying to help the organization navigate that. Well, I mean, to go through that in a normal year, right? Because the last yes. the last calendar year of recruiting has been anything but normal. Yep. So to go, well, for anybody, right? So, but to, but to go through that in a normal year, a challenge in and of itself, big deal, right? You've got uh, team alignments, you've got responsibilities, you've got reorg, you've got I mean, all these crazy things. And if you're doing any structure or leading an intelligence or a sourcing team across the organizations and keeping them out of style, a big challenge, but yes. then to throw COVID into the mix, yes. right? Yeah. And how recruiting changes and how candidate behaviors have changed in yes. the last year. Like what's, with all of that, right? I yes. applaud you for just not hanging up your hat and saying you're done, <laughs> right? But what what do you think is sort of the biggest thing you're dealing with now? Like what's what's top of mind for, for Miranda? Yes, there, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot, but I, I will say some things that have really been um, top of mind. So first and foremost, probably one of the primary reasons uh, that I was even attracted to this organization is um, our head of talent acquisition, our VP of talent acquisition, her, her strategic vision um, for TA and how we were continuing to move um, towards a more proactive uh, recruiting um, structure um, and helping the organization to better align um, the capabilities and the needs of the organization to how we target talent, right? And how we assess talent. So, um, you know, there's just been a lot of talk about our evolving world of work, right? And what that means. Yeah. And what are the core capabilities and competencies aligned with that? And then helping the organization to understand what, what does good look like? You know, what does good look like um, when we're identifying talent, assessing talent and helping them navigate those conversations. Um, and then, and those things help inform kind of the strategy uh, for my team. So that's, that's one and, and my team just moving more towards these, what we're calling focused talent pools. Right, so um, in sourcing, it's always a challenge um, that you get bombarded with just-in-time recruiting, uh -huh. you know. Um, and we will always, to an extent, support some level of just-in-time uh, recruiting. But we are starting to continue to evolve to understand where our most critical skills, uh, skill sets are, particularly where we have to go external. And um, we're, we're developing what we're calling focused talent pools where we have individuals from my team that are aligned to those certain critical skill sets and they can be actively building and engaging that talent for now and the future. So that's something that's, that's definitely consuming a lot of time. Um, and then I think the other thing is to, to what you mentioned with just the world that we're in right now candidate behavior has, has, is not 
quite changed, although the demand has um, continued to increase, <laughs> right, uh, for talent, right? The, the floodgates are starting to open across many organizations as far as, you know, now seeking to acquire that talent. And candidates are still kind of trying to determine, like, do I even want to make a move <laughs> right now still? And so we're kind of having to maybe talk about more about even maybe taking things back to the basics when it comes to our strategy uh, of outreach to candidates because the response rate is is still very is is low <laughs> um, right now. So. Well, that's the thing. So I know that people typically listening to our show are going to understand exactly what you're saying, but folks who maybe are just watching the news and seeing yeah. unemployment rates and they're thinking it's got to be really easy to hire right now. It's got to be super easy because everybody's looking for work. But in some of these roles, very specialized roles or mm -hmm. more senior roles, even mid-level and above, like yeah. nobody wants to move, right? Mm -hmm. They're trying to play it safe and they're, what, what's our, they're hunkering down yes, uh, and, and kind of trying to wait this out. And I think to your point, Miranda, like w the wave is coming in that you're being expected to hire more right? As yes. we come out of this and you're not the only one. I've talked about a dozen TA leaders in the last couple of weeks who said, and, I, and I'll quote one that I just met with this morning, it is a tsunami that mm -hmm. is on its way. And I don't have the staff to address the lower response rates and the lower traffic, right? And the declinations that are at an all-time record high. What are you, what are you going to do to put you on the spot? But yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, kind of what I was saying is that, you know, we're starting to think about, you know, put yourself in the candidate's shoes and how do we, how are we processing information right now during this, this pandemic, right? Um, my personal email box is just an email address that I give out when I have to give one, but I, I rarely check it, um, <laughs> you know, and, and to be honest, you know, the best way to probably get in contact uh, with me is either, it's probably through my phone. <laughs> so, um, whether, yes, way. don't LinkedIn yeah. message me. Don't, yeah, I get, I get, I drown in all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we're, we're kind of having to take it back to those basics, you know, and where we can, you know, think about, you know, and especially when you think about people being at home right now, instead mm -hmm. of in an office, when you think about cold calling someone before when they were in an office and maybe their, their cubicle, you know, it didn't have, you know, walls and, you know, hey, I'm, I'm you know, my, my boss is like right over the, the wall here, you know, and, but it's different now. People are actually at home. So having a conversation doesn't necessarily feel the same way. They, they may not be any less busy, you know, they're still busy, but um, it's, the thought is, is that, you know, we can't just completely let that go by the wayside. We have to yeah. kind of balance the two, you know. I love, I love the back to the basics aspect. I mean, the blocking and the tackling of sourcing and recruiting and, and fine tuning those skills and that radical concept of picking up the phone. Yes. Right? So those of us who've been doing this a little while, that's sort of where we had a Rolodex or those little flip Rolodex yeah. right on the desk and keeping track of that. So I think that's great. Has there been... Uh, has there been, is that something you guys are sort of pushing internally at Centene is just, you know, smile and dial, pick up the phone a little bit more than an in-mail barrage or an email, you know, blast. It's definitely been a conversation that my team has been having, um, you know, because we've gotten accustomed to the technology. I love the technology where, I mean, yeah. and we all got accustomed to it. 
And, you know, especially when you're, you're um, demonstrating success and I, I'm not going to lie, it's, it's, it's efficient, yeah. right? If I can send a message to, you know, 50 people at once, instead of having to call one person at a time, it is more efficient. We're in a different time now. And so, you know, it may be, okay, you may start out with a LinkedIn in-mail um, or an email. And then if you don't, after you don't get a, a response, maybe you follow up with a phone call, you know, or something like that. And so yep. it's kind of, um, and coming fresh off SourceCon, I think there was a lot of chatter and discussion about, um, you know, leveraging different, different tactics, doing A-B testing with your, um, your messaging um, and, you know, having to be persistent and understanding candidates don't owe you anything, right? They, they're busy human beings just like you are. And so them not responding is not, does not necessarily mean they're not interested. It just means that you didn't fall to the top of their priority list that day. Well, that's true. You know, you mentioned a point earlier, like it's not that they're not busy anymore. I mean, we're finding that they're more busy or they're more exhausted or that type of thing. You yes. Know, and I'll tell you, Miranda, you, you called out a resource source con. I have to say they're one of the resources within the industry. I'm so glad we're able to sort of pivot and continue to deliver uh, really great content. If I'm not mistaken, ERE's got something going on this week for high volume recruiting. Mm -hmm. uh, SourceCon stuck with it. So, I mean, that's a resource we should really be proud of and, and continue to support in the space as we get through this. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Well, it, and it's always great. Um, just communities like, like this one, like uh, Career Crossroads, like SourceCon. I think that's, that's what I like the most is just um, the, just the info sharing and how these communities are just so open. Actually, earlier today, I just got off the phone call with someone that I networked with at SourceCon and we, you know, another leader, um, similar, some similar challenges, things, bouncing ideas off each. And it's just great to be able to reach out to those people and talk and it's like, what have you, are, have you tried this? What is your, what is your thought on, on, on this? Um, so that's, uh. that's the thing I love the most. That feels so good. It warms my heart. I love that. Well, Miranda, it's great to get a couple of minutes, get to know who you are and, and the stuff that you're working on. Love that you're leaning all into various communities. I think it's just wonderful. Uh, you, you know where we are if you ever need anything. Yes. Uh, and thank you so much for your time today. Yep. No problem. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.